Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to the She Said What podcast with your host, Alyssa Harper. That's me. So today joining me is my lovely husband, Samuel, and we're going to be talking all about relationship stuff, giving you guys some advice, even just chatting about what it's like to be married young. And then we're going to be answering some questions as well that you guys have sent through on Instagram. So I hope you enjoy this and let's get into it. Samuel, welcome to the podcast. Hello. It's good to have you here. It's good to be here. Do you want to give yourself a little introduction? I would love to. Um, As you probably gather by now, I'm Sam. Um, I am Alyssa's husband um, and I'm very privileged to be able to be her husband. And (laughs) yeah, I'm just gassing you up right off the top, right from the top. That's nice. Um, Yeah, we were talking about this topic the other day about relationships and our relationship as we do kind of often that's a good thing to talk about in a relationship mm-hmm. and yeah we just thought it would be good um with yeah with this podcast in mind to maybe have a little bit of like a conversation about it so here we are yeah and I wanted to share with you guys as well like this is not us saying that we are so amazing and this is how to be like us because that's totally not it like every couple you know has their struggles has their flaws and like we're definitely not perfect but we've definitely learned a lot and I think that's definitely worth sharing because it's things that I think I wish I kind of would have known or like things that definitely has had that's helped us along the way um so we're gonna be sharing about that and we're gonna be answering some of your guys's questions that you asked on Instagram so let's let's just get into it let's do that now (laughs) all right first question is how we met do you want to answer this well uh, we both started attending a Bible college at the same time in the same uh, semester or class or whatever yeah. you would call it. And, yeah, I mean, we didn't really know each other super, super, super early on, right? Like within the first few days. I don't remember no. meeting you at that point. But I think as, you know, there was lots of kind of gatherings and little like dinners and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I think we kind of just crossed paths. And yeah. Do you remember the first night we met? I do. Do you? When I we do. were walking? I remember the first time I met you. I don't know if oh, you really? met me at another time. Yeah. yeah. What? How? What do you mean you met me but I didn't meet uh, you? Oh, wait. Maybe not met. So okay. I remember the first time I saw you. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Absolutely. What? That's cute. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Was it a good experience? Yeah. Okay, absolutely. Good. That's cute. Um, I saw you across the foyer. Oh, my God. Oh. And I was like. A love story. Yeah. A love story. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I saw you from across the foyer and I thought you were really hot. Okay. That's nice though. I like that for me. That's good. So yeah, we met. We I think we kind of like liked each other pretty quickly. Like I remember I asked you if you wanted to go for coffee. And I feel like at the time I thought that was pretty spicy because I was like tracking you down. Yeah. You asked me out. I did ask you out. Cause <laughs> I really liked you. I liked your vibe. There was something about you, and you know what was really funny is like I didn't necessarily think it was going to like be a thing. I just like, I really liked your vibe and I just like wanted to be around you. And I think I just wanted to like talk to you to see if you were actually a good person. You wanted to see if I was as amazing as I looked. Okay. Okay. So yeah, basically (laughs) (laughs) whatever, but it was so nice. And you know what I actually said when I came back from that little hangout was I was talking with my roommate at the time and I said to her like, 
one thing I really appreciated about him was like how he was talking about like the women in his life, like his mom and like just other women. Like he was just like so respectful and like though just the way he talked about people, like just so respectful and like had such a good energy the whole time. And then I remember just being like, oh my gosh, like I think I like him. And it was almost like weirding me out because I was like, what's going on? Like why? Like I'm not trying to date anyone right now. I'm not trying to like make this a thing. Mm. It was just like, very sudden and I was just like yeah I know I like I really really like him and it was almost like annoying for me because I was like trying to be like a bad bitch you know so (laughs) but yeah so that's that and then from there we dated for how long like eight months or something or nine months and then we got engaged yeah (laughs) so yeah well it would have been like uh May until December. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so then from there, which we'll answer this question after, but we knew pretty quickly, like we knew, you know, pretty quickly that we wanted to get married. And so, yeah, then Sam proposed when we went to visit my family um, in December. So like by the end of the year. So we met in like, you know, the start of the year, got engaged by the end of the year. And then we got married six months later. We sure did. So crazy (laughs) times, you know, it just, you know, some people hear that and they're like, what? Some people think it's really great, you know, and it's like so exciting. Um, And then other people just think we're crazy. So, you know, no issues with any of those responses. All good. I understand. But what I wanted to answer now is like talking about that, like, how does it feel? This is, a, I got like, I got a lot of questions like this, basically saying like, I don't want to be rude, but like, did you guys get married young because of like religious beliefs? Good question. Yeah. Very good question. Well, I think, I don't think it's because of religious beliefs directly. I think it's mm-hmm. more for me personally, I can only really speak directly for myself. Yeah. Um, more what they kind of cause. So for example, like I probably wouldn't have wanted to like move in with you at that point in my life, yeah. like or felt comfortable doing so without us being married. Um, and honestly, like my it's I mean, you could probably track it back and it would be something inherently religious or that comes from that kind of yeah, belief. Right. But um, I think for me, it would be more about like the security of knowing that, you know, OK, like we've committed to each other. We've decided yeah. that we are going to spend the rest of our lives together and so therefore yeah we'll move in together and yeah we'll buy a car together and yeah we'll do this and yeah we'll do that um yeah so i I, again i think you could probably track that back to being because of our shared religious beliefs um and i think also culturally like the kind of circles that like we were in slash are in or whatever you want to say like there's definitely more of a culture of being married younger like it's more of like Mm -hmm. an accepted thing in that kind of subculture whereas i know that um, in kind of other parts of society, it's more like, oh, you know, you use your late teens slash 20s slash 30s to kind of just like do your own thing and build your career and, you know, like work on yourself. And yeah. then you kind of end up then moving more towards like marriage and family and all that kind of thing right. into like your kind of middle adulthood, especially now when so many people are becoming so much more successful, so much younger. Yeah. It seems more common. So true. Yeah. Yeah. And like that my whole thing was that I like I didn't think I was gonna get married until I was like 30. Like I didn't really plan to, you know, um, until we <laughs> met each other and then I wanted to marry you. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> like and that's the thing that I think people don't understand is I think people think that 
we wanted to get married young and like we were like super religious and we were like you know not kissing before we got married like that kind of stuff like it just you know obviously nope no it definitely (laughs) was not that and um like to answer the version of that question that I also got about like sex like no we did not get married to have sex that I like I've talked to this obviously before on the podcast but like we didn't wait till we were married to have sex um and that's just like that was just a choice that kind of we made um but obviously there were pressures because of our circles to to wait so it, it was hard like I would say yes we were definitely influenced by the religious like norms and like the people around us and like what we saw with other couples. Um, but it definitely wasn't purely like a religious decision. It wasn't like, Oh, we just started liking each other and we were like, okay, well we want to be able to like do X, Y, Z. Let's make sure we get married. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like, it's kind of hard to explain, but yeah. And I think for me as well, like I can honestly say that I think if we met right now and we thought about getting married, we probably would have waited longer because like we're not really in those circles as much anymore. Um, But I would never change anything. I would never go back, you know, and then not like I love being married to you. Like I love the fact that I'm married to you. I don't wish that we were just like dating. I don't know. Like, you know, I would never want to go back on that. I think there's certain like, I mean, obviously there's a lot more deeper things, but even just like conveniences and like lifestyle things and like being able to come t- come home to each other every day, yeah. which obviously I know that you would have if you live together and you're not married yet, which literally totally fine. I yeah. do whatever you want. Like I, yeah, I, but I think for, for us now with the life that we now have together, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely like an advantage. <laughs> like yeah, us being married no, is definitely an advantage. And that's what I was going to say as well. Like when it comes to living together, like even if that wasn't a Christian thing, like I still think, I think that maybe, for example, if we met right now, I probably still wouldn't even want to live with you until we got married. Because for me, like that, to me, that wasn't even a religious thing in my mind. Like I just grew up with that being the expectation and like not necessarily from other people, but like for me, for myself, like I didn't want to potentially meet someone, date them for who knows how long, five years, end up living with them for a few years and then potentially have some horrible breakup. Like, I don't know, to me, like that just sounds like, I don't know, really scary. And like, that could totally just be my upbringing. And you know, that could come from like a very deep place. I'm just being completely honest with you guys. Like that's where that comes from. And so, yeah, like I loved that we waited until we were married to move in together and it made it so fun. Like yeah, people talk about when you get married, like nothing really happens. You basically go and have this big party and then you go back to your flat together and then you just sleep in the same bed that you're sleeping in before. Maybe you go on a trip, whatever. Whereas like with us, like it was so exciting and like we got to like, you know, create a flat together, like create a life together and like so much actually genuinely changed when we got married. So to me, I don't know, to me that's valuable. Yeah, I think because for me, kind of like I said before, like um, as you just said as well, Mm -hmm. um, I think saving the like moving in together and like really kind of like building a life together. Yeah. um, Like kind of keeping that until you get married. For me personally, that was, it was more of like a, it was more of like a metaphorical statement of like, okay, we're now into like it. We're taking a step into like a new like chapter in yeah. our life together. You know, I think if we kind of, like you said, if we did some of that stuff beforehand, if we like moved in together and bought a car and like furnished a whole flat and, you know, decided mm-hmm. on what coffee table we wanted to get together, all that kind of stuff, <laughs> which seems really rudimentary, but to be able to do that together, you know, literally in the few weeks leading up to when we did get married and then obviously from there onwards 
I don't know. I think it just like signifies like the commitment that we're making to each other and like yeah. the kind of like the solidity and like, okay, we are choosing to spend the rest of like our lives together. And so right. we're going to build a house that we can live in. Or not literally build a house. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like, I mean like put, yeah. a, put a, a flat together and like build a home together, not an actual house. Just for I reference, just we are not building a house. Digging a, a hole, <laughs> starting from Let's scratch. Let's build a house. <laughs> but yeah, I, I totally agree. And it's that like commitment thing too. Like a lot of people can be very happy in a like committed relationship and not ever get married. And like I totally like validate people who don't value marriage like I get if especially if you didn't grow up with that like you know or you didn't see a healthy marriage or like anything like that and you don't value it like that's so fine but I think for us we both really value like the idea of marriage and like really signing off and like saying like yep like even when I hate you and you're driving me freaking crazy (laughs) like I'm gonna try to love you and like all that kind of stuff is genuinely like valuable to me, like we, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but like, even when we've gone through, I don't know, times, even we've only been married for what, a year and a half now or so. Mm -hmm. But even when we've gone through like a week or two weeks at a time where like some things have been like harder or one of us is struggling and it's like our relationship isn't looking, you know, as nice as it normally does. Like that for me being married, it, that, that thought where I might have before been like, well, like maybe we'll end up breaking up. Like it's just not there. Like it's that commitment is there. That's so strong. And you're constantly working towards solutions because you are married, if that makes sense. So nothing can't do that outside of marriage, but for us, it just felt right. And it feels like it like really, you know, locks that in. (laughs) Yeah. Well, something that you said at the start of, um, like the thought that you just had, um, I think like nowadays in the 2021 world that we live in, like, I mean, and I mean, thankfully so about time, but like women don't rely on like their husband as much now to, to do things and nor Mm -hmm. should they, and they shouldn't have in the past, but luckily, you know, things are moving forward. And like, it is a thing historically where you needed to be married to be able to open a bank account, to be able to do this, to be able to do that, just societal norms that were very much, you know, crafted around men and like a man's last name and all that kind of stuff which is like really shitty but unfortunately it it has been a thing in the past but you know and like I said thankfully now it's getting lesser and lesser and lesser and you know the wage gap is closing slowly and and all that kind of stuff and yeah now we're at a point in society where you can be or you're allowed to be an independent woman or man or however it is that you identify without having to have a um cis white man's <laughs> last yeah, name you literally. know um and as, as speaking as one I recognize that you know it sucks that it's been that way but it's it's really cool that that's even an option now you know so not to right. say that um like we've been saying you know marriage is great marriage is this blah blah blah, blah. not to say that that's like the only way that you can um like solidify a relationship or guarantee right. commitment but obviously I think it's you know it's understandable why people don't don't choose to go down that path, especially if you don't have the choice to get married, right? Yeah, that's very true. You know? Yeah. Or like if it could be like a shameful thing or like a scary thing or if your family don't accept you, obviously like same sex, you know, relationships and stuff like that. So, Um, okay. So the next question is, what is it like being married young, um, making decisions that aren't typical, but you chose it and how do you feel about them now? Another good question. You got some good questions coming in. Yeah, I know. Shout out to all the followers. We love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say probably (laughs) this sounds like after talking about uh, like a deeper topic before, something on the lighter side, like 
even when we go to like restaurants. Yeah, I was going to um, say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like when we go to restaurants, um, just for reference, obviously we probably don't look like we would be married because, mm. you know, like we're young and yeah. like, I don't know, we don't like. <laughs> or people wouldn't assume it. Yeah, you, know? you wouldn't yeah. just in the same way that, I don't know, when either one of us like sees a couple about our age, we probably wouldn't assume they were married. Like, yeah, it's true. And it's funny the way that that kind of like translates into like interactions and stuff. So like a typical one that happens almost every time <laughs> is we'll like get the bill or like we'll go out to the counter to pay. And every single time, <laughs> almost without fail, um, whoever's serving us will ask us if we want to split or if we want to pay yeah. together because they're assuming that we're not married or we're not paying together and we're, you know. It's yeah, like- it's just funny. It's just, and that's another thing too. Ooh, we should talk about this too as well. But like financially, like having yeah. our bank accounts together and all that kind of stuff, yeah. which obviously like is a personal choice. It's not necessarily a marriage choice. And this isn't even necessarily like a marriage podcast. It's like a, just a relationships one, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's something we chose to do. But Yeah, which I think... I don't think we even really had a conversation about. I think no. probably because like my parents can buy money, your parents mm-hmm. can buy money. Mm-hmm. Like that's all that's the example that we've seen. And so that's kind of just the thing that we then take on into our own yeah. relationship. Like obviously I feel like you could go on you could almost have a whole podcast about that in, yeah, literally. in general. But I mean for us, I think it was just a bit of a no-brainer. Like even though oh, I think in saying that it was a no-brainer, however, it now requires um like intentional mm-hmm. like communication yeah. financially. Yeah. Because yeah. If for those of you who probably don't know, which is probably most of you, like, yes, we do both work individually, but obviously, like, Alyssa has her social media stuff and podcasts and all that kind of that she's working on into building a career in that. And then, like, I do, um, like, music production, all that kind of stuff. And so mm-hmm. both of those things do require um, financial investment. Yeah. And so, and sometimes, you know, it's, it's they're kind of bigger financial steps. I would probably say um, yours more than mine, just saying. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, and, and obviously, even though you, can, you, you know, we both earn money from those things, like, you still... You know, like reap and sow. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, and so literally. obviously we have to communicate when I go, hey, um, I think I want slash need to buy this piece of gear. Um, you know, we mm-hmm. have to communicate about that because I can't just go off and buy something and you check our bank balance and be like, what the heck? Like, what did you buy? Yeah. <laughs> and similarly, you know, the it's same the, the other way. And, you know, we've had um, plenty of positive experiences that we've also have plenty that, you know, could have been better on yeah. both ends of the scale where we just For go, sure. but you know, they're learning experiences. Like, yeah, I think literally. that's probably one of the main things which potentially is a bit of a segue, um, is I think we are slowly learning and I yeah. think we're, we're getting better and better as we go, but we're slowly learning how to make experiences like those be like learning experiences rather than just, ah, oh, like we dropped the ball. And then we had, you know, yeah. like a disagreement about something and then we didn't learn anything. Like I think yeah, we always end up concluding yeah. some sort of like takeaway, yeah, you know, which I think so is true. a really valuable thing that we have as like a bit of a building block in yeah. our relationship. Yeah, and I think as well, like someone kind of asked, the end of that question was like, how do you feel about the, kind of the choices that you made, which obviously the choice was which to get married. Which, <laughs> which is How long you know? do you have? <laughs> <laughs> no, like I feel obviously positive about those choices, but um, even just talking about like being married young, like I think it's such a cool opportunity because like because we are both young and like willing to learn and we're not like yeah. set in our ways, yeah, like totally. we haven't lived alone long enough away from our parents <laughs> yeah. to like, really be stuck with how we do things like around the house like simple things like mm. that to like how we spend money you yeah because i mean like we both like when we said um earlier about how we both 
um, moved to like Bible college. Well, obviously Alyssa moved from Canada to Australia, to Sydney. Um, And I moved from like out, like the kind of outer regions of Sydney into the city. And so we both actually moved out of like our parents' houses at the same time. Yeah. So we've only, we only really had what, a year and a bit, two years of like living with other people, um, which obviously is very different. It's very different living with, you know, like what, three people of or more you know I had, like I lived with five girls at one point yeah exactly like Crazy oh yeah true we both yeah. live with group, bigger groups people but it's yeah. very different um living with someone who you're not in a relationship with and then living yeah. with someone who you are in a relationship with like yeah. there are things that carry over but you know we both had that experience at the same time which I think was good but obviously yeah. once you move in together it's a whole different it was just so thing. nice yeah. too like we were yeah. looking forward to it so much like I remember like being engaged and talking about like oh, imagine when we have our own flat yeah. and we have our own space yeah. and we can just like I don't know just like be safe in our own space to like walk around and be naked and like but also just <laughs> yeah. like feel the emotions we need to totally. feel yeah. and like to be able to like have hard discussions when we need to have hard yeah. discussions and to not yeah. be like anxious around like who is hearing us potentially have like a little fight like you need to be able to have that space and there's obviously that's no like you know there's no shade on you know people we've lived with we never had any horror like your roommates or anything like all the people we lived with were great um but obviously it's just a vet like you know any i'm sure anyone would understand like there's just different types of relationships yeah and like the kind of relationship that you're going to have with your spouse or with your partner or like you know whether married not married whatever that looks like if you are in a relationship and living together is you know, night and day compared to the kind of relationship you would have with a roommate where you might not see them for a few days and, like, all you have to really talk about is, like, making sure the fridge is tidy. (laughs) Like, so, you you know, like, there's there's tension in, like, a a roommate-type situation, which, you know, is a dynamic of our relationship. It's Mm -hmm. like a housemate We are roommates, in fact. But then there's also, like, the emotional side and the physical side and everything else that goes, like, it just kind of adds another, you know, another piece of the pie. Yeah. I wanted to mention as well, like, when it comes to how people react to us um, being married, I remember, like, I mean, I tell people, obviously, all the time, you know, I'll be talking about Sam and then he'll come up and then I'll be like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then my husband and I always have people go, what? Wait, you're married? (laughs) All the time, literally all the time. And I don't mind it. Like, I think it's, you know, I think it's fine. But sometimes, sometimes people are just like, oh, that's so cool. Like, how cool, like, that's so interesting. I can't believe you're married. Or like, where did you guys meet? Like, people get really curious, which which I think is sweet. Like, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But I've also had negative experience for sure. Like, (laughs) I've had, I remember coming home from work one day and I said to you, like, I remember when I told you like I told someone I was married and they were like what why yeah remember and I was really hurt by it yeah Yeah. like I came home and someone at work obviously won't say who but like said like I said oh yeah like I'm married and whatever and they're like what why would you be married and I was like what do you mean why like it was just so rude and they're like why would you be married like now is the time in your life to like have a good time and all this stuff like why would you say that to someone who's already married like well literally oh oh, true I'll just get a divorce cool thanks yeah all good yeah on it like so freaking rude like I just that I really didn't appreciate that and that's the thing like I think when people ask questions and like when people are genuinely curious about like, oh, like, no, actually genuinely, why did you get married young? Or like, how did that happen? Like, because that is a different type of story. I think there's nothing wrong 
with those questions and I would never be offended by like any of the questions you guys asked yeah. or anything. Yeah. yeah. But it's when like people make a thing of like giving like a, an opinion, especially when it's like quite negative against like your choices. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Totally. yeah. So that was quite negative, but so that's like pretty rare. I'd say that's yeah. the only time I really get anything like that. And it's mm. mainly just people voicing like, Oh, I used my twenties for blah, 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 yeah. blah. They're just projecting know? their own like take on yeah. the world, which yeah. I think, you know, and I think this is something that I've kind of been thinking a lot about recently and it, probably in the last like six months or so when I mm-hmm. kind of realized this and was like, Oh, this is a really good principle to apply just to life in general. Like, you know, the difference between like understanding, Understanding something mm-hmm. and like agreeing with it you know yeah, exactly. and so like you know I'm I'm able to look at someone else's situation and like you know actually ask them a question that's genuine of oh right. like for example say if I was talking to you or was I was talking to myself as a third party like oh so you're married and you're like you know early 20s like mm-hmm. how come like tell me like how did that yeah. happen like why did you make that choice so I'm asking you and I actually want an answer and then you give me that answer and I still don't agree with you or I for myself I'm not like oh I I, oh, I wouldn't do that for myself. Yeah. Okay. But like you can understand and go, oh, but I can I can understand right. why from like an empathetic human point of view, why yeah. you would want to do that for yourself. You know, and you can just leave it at that. You don't have to then be like, like throw your own opinion on top of it because that doesn't do anything for anybody, <laughs> yeah, right? It just so makes true. you feel shitty. And then you're like, well, cool. Thanks for the chat. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. It's like, were you just asking me that question just to like, through, so you could have your own opinion. Like, yeah. You know, it just, it's just, un- just go, it's just wow, that's crazy. Yeah. It's just unhelpful. And you're yeah. like, okay. Like weird side eye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I wanted to quickly add in, there's a question that I forgot to kind of lump in there because it's kind of along the same lines. But the question was, how did we know that we were each other's the one? Which, like, that's kind of hard to answer. But I did want to just kind of give my little two cents with that and mm. say, like, I think for me, it was just feeling so safe with you. Like, yeah. I had never felt so myself and so, yeah, like, just safe. I can't think of a better word, like, than being with you. And it even, it didn't have anything to do with, like, what you did. Like, it, it didn't have anything to do with like, you bringing me flowers, which, you know, you did, but it didn't have anything to do with that. It didn't have anything to do with you, like helping me do tasks I need to get done, even though you did. It didn't have anything to do with like you saying to me, oh, I love you all the time, even though you did, you know? It was just like the feeling I had that I was, when I was with you, that made me feel so safe. And I was just like, yeah, like this feels right. This feels like family. And it felt like definitely the closest thing I had to family at all in Sydney, for sure, you know? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, I don't know, I think automatically I want to jump to like, you know, like more romantic-y, like lovey-dovey kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like I don't think, that, I think that's just kind of like my my surface answer. I think my real answer is more just about like you as a, as a person and mm-hmm. like your character. I think that's more stuff that shines through because obviously, you know, when you're contemplating wanting to marry someone, you're not yeah. just contemplating marrying them. You know, as long as you do happen to want all of these things, which is stereotypical because, you know, some people don't want kids and all that kind of stuff, which is totally cool. But like for me personally, it was like, okay, like if I marry this person, they're going to be the other parent to my children. Yeah. Do I want them to be the other parent to my children? Yeah. You know, like do I want to... And obviously, you know, as again, as we mentioned earlier, as someone who wants to share finances, do I want to share my finances with them? Yeah. You know, like all those kind of, all these yeah. kind of things, like it, it, they automatically have to be based off this person that you're considering mm-hmm. marrying. And when like, it's <laughs> not that you can't like work through things if there's issues with things like that, because we'll talk, we're going to talk about that now in a yeah, little bit sure. with counseling yeah. stuff. But yeah. like, 
yeah, like you can definitely work through, like say you're thinking right now, you know, should I marry my current boyfriend? But he's really bad at spending his money. Like that doesn't mean you can't marry yeah, him. No, you know, no, like. Absolutely. I think it's more yeah. like, yeah, it's more like the character thing because, you know, yeah. like behavioral stuff like that can be worked on. And, you know, once it's identified of, oh, like, you know, maybe there's a better version of of how I approach this topic. Like, of course, right. there's, there's, there's things like we've both tr- changed dramatically since we first oh met my God. in, in yeah. areas. And obviously all for, I would say all for the positive. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think it's more like, I think the kind of character stuff kind of supersedes that. It's like, mm-hmm. it's un, it's or it's kind of waiting beyond the, oh, I need to, you know, get better track of my spending habits. Like, yeah, but that's a know, really good point that you've just yeah. made. Like, do does your partner make you better? Like, do yeah. they increase who you are as a person? Mm. And like, that's another thing that I really felt with you is like, I was, yes, I was still myself and I was still like the fun version of myself that I love, but like, you made me so much like stronger, like emotionally and stuff. Like I was like, you know, still fun. And like, I've always been like, you know, very, I don't know, energetic and like very, you know, pretty outgoing and like driven, but like Mm. you were really good at helping me where emotionally I wasn't super strong. Like, yeah. Forcing me to kind of rest and (laughs) stuff like that. Like what you said was, was, was cool about, you know, them, your partner, like being someone who makes you better. Um, but I think, also often making someone better gets confused with making them feel like super happy and super, you know, like, and I don't mean that someone shouldn't make you happy. I mean, um, they shouldn't necessarily make, in my opinion, they shouldn't necessarily make you just content with how you are right now. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Like they should challenge you. Like the the reason, the only reason that you've, uh, you've helped me in more times that I can count to, you know, grow and better myself most of them is because you challenged me mm-hmm. and I didn't like it at the time. Right. The it's thing. like more and, um, that I've I, said yeah, things that exactly. have made you be like, Oh, she's right. I need to change. Exactly. Whereas I feel like <laughs> I hear people like all, like all the time talk about like, Oh, so-and-so like I wanted to do this. And then like my like boyfriend or my girlfriend or whatever, like told me that I shouldn't. And like, Oh, like I said, I wanted to buy this thing. And they said that I shouldn't. Cause like I, you know, need to pay my rent, but like, Oh, like I wish they'd stop oppressing yeah, me. Yeah. Like, oh, they're no. so judgmental. Oh, yeah, they're holding no. me back. Like, okay, sure. There's like, <laughs> there's no, a, they're keeping you accountable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there's a, exactly. There's a difference yeah. between like someone trying to like suppress your decision making and trying to like, you know, inspired you to make better choices. Like, yeah, and I think it's just, so I think, I, I think oh a lot God. of relationships would benefit and obviously yeah, ours isn't perfect, oh. but I think one thing that we do really well is that we allow each other to have a voice in mm-hmm. each other's lives. Because yeah. just cause you're married, that doesn't mean that you allow that. I know mm-hmm. quite like several married couples that I can think of off the top of my head where they don't have that kind of relationship where right. they kind of do their own thing and like, yes, they're married. And like, you know, you see that like the stereotype of like the like 60 year old married couple who like hate each other and they're like, oh, mm. the ball and chain. Like, you know, like I yeah. don't ever want to be like that with you and I won't ever be like that with no, you because, know. you know, we're making those decisions at 20 that we're still, that we're going to benefit from at like 60, you know, yeah. which, I th- which I think is good. It's just like foundational stuff. But. Yeah. And I think too, cause like we're very mindful of our relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. you know, we know if something is off, like, And it's taken us time, but even like in the past week, like I told you guys how we moved and like in Sydney, we just came out of lockdown. It's been crazy Crazy. and yeah, crazy. crazy. (laughs) God. And by the end of the week, we just were like hugging each other and we were like, we haven't like seen each other. Like I miss you, you know, because we're so used to just like hanging out in lockdown, literally the two of us like all day, every day, BFFs, you know? Which I'd say is like kind of almost like the flip side to what we're talking about before with you know, being married and being able to see someone every day and all that kind of thing. Like, mm. I know that we've, and we've talked about it, so this isn't going to be a, a shock or anything, but like, you know, <laughs> we've kind of, t- I don't know, we almost talk about our relationship 
as a third party. Yeah. It's almost like we have like a bit of a love triangle with our relationship. It's like <laughs> me and you and our relationship. Yeah. And like those, like me and you isn't necessarily our relationship, if that makes sense. Like yeah, it's almost it's like a third being party as thing. Objective sometimes as we'll, yeah, sometimes we'll be having yeah. conversations and we're like, why do we, if something feels mm-hmm. off, like yeah, if it's been like a really busy week or something heavy's happened or like, you know, there's a lot going on or whatever it may be, just life stuff. Yeah. We kind of realize that, um, Something just feels off. Yeah, and like we, we just feel need to talk. it. We need to, you just kind of air it out because we both go, okay, I didn't – it's not something that you did to me. Mm-hmm. It's not something I did to you. It's like, mm-hmm. what is it? You know, it's like that. It's taking the time to like actually find out what's what's going on, which obviously is just communication. Yeah, but. which sometimes it's easy because it's like a thing that is not necessarily our fault. Like it's like a – what's it called? Like kind of like an outside factor, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. something imposing on us. Like it's, you know, we had a really busy week or whatever and we're just like, oh, we're just tired, whatever. But sometimes it's really hard because sometimes it's one of us who has something going on in their personal life or like emotionally or even me. Like if I'm like PMSing, you know, something going on and then the other person wants to be able to call it out like – did something happen? Is there a reason why, you know, you're kind of being this way? And that can, at first, like when we would first do that, it came off as so (laughs) like combative. Like it was just so bad, you know, like, but genuinely now, if, you know, cause Sam knows generally like kind of roughly where I'm at in my cycle. Cause you know, I'll talk, I'll talk to him about it and stuff. Um, if he genuinely knows that it could be PMSing, even instead of saying like you're PMSing, sometimes he'll just kind of be like, Oh, like, are you feeling okay? And like, yeah. I can tell you're yeah. trying not to be like, totally. are you getting your period? Is that why you're being a bitch? <laughs> like, you know, like I can tell that you're really trying to avoid using that like verbiage, but at the same time, like you are actually genuinely aware mm. of it. And like, yeah. we are thinking about each other's outside lives. Like yeah. if I know you haven't had like any sleep and you're just being a little bit like edgy, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like I try to just let it go because I yeah. can, I can know what's happening in your life. Yeah. yeah. And, and let it go doesn't mean, something bad happens or I treat you poorly or I talk to you in the wrong way mm-hmm. and then you just like kind of delete it from your yeah. hard drive. Like, no, what that means for us at least, and I think it's something that, you know, we've really seen a lot of benefit from is, okay, like if it's something that genuinely, you know, just kind of we, one of us just doesn't like something that the other one has done, like we don't just pretend it didn't happen. No, we, right. we go, this isn't the time to talk about that thing. Yeah, and that's we, a huge we put it thing. on the shelf. Not in like a right up the top, but just to the side <laughs> for maybe for the rest of the afternoon. Yeah. And then the next morning, kind of go, hey, babe, um, yesterday this thing happened. And like I didn't love it. And this yeah. is kind of why and this is how it made me feel. And like I just kind of want to like talk to you about it. And then more often than not, like 99% of the time, the other one is like, I didn't even realize. Like I'm yeah. really sorry. Like I honestly like work was crazy and this happened and this happened. Like I'm really sorry. Yeah. Like totally my bad. And, and just, stuff happens know. all the time too. Yeah. Like miscommunications. Oh my God. Like all the time. And like, or if we're trying to talk from like one room to the other room or, you know, like if I'm in the bathroom and he's in our bedroom and we can't really hear each other properly. And then you like, you can't hear each other's like inflection and how you're speaking and yeah. all that kind of stuff that, or like if we've, Oh my God, I remember once we were walking around a grocery store and we were like having, <laughs> do 
you know what I'm talking about. Like we were having like a bit of like a fight, but we were walking and like he was walking in front of me and I was walking behind and he's like kind of like mumbling angry behind his breath and so am I. And we're just kind of like having this weird fight. Cole's like is a, very, is a war zone. Oh my God, it's a war zone, guys. Like, oh God. Now we're like very serious with our list, our grocery list. Yeah, we get in and we get out. No, but like it's hard. Like you can't communicate in situations like that. And I think this is a really good kind of like segue into the question that I got, which was asking, did we do pre-marriage or any kind of marriage counseling? And like, would we recommend it? Yeah. Because a lot of what we're talking about right now, like we learned a lot of that through pre-marriage counseling and through continued marriage counseling that we've done, like while being married. One hundred million percent. Yeah. Please God do it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It just, I think for me, so uh, sorry to answer the question more specifically. Mm -hmm. Yes, we did. A, like a pre-marriage course yeah. we did do it through um through church and like there's a million different ones available like i'm pretty certain that they all cover basically the same topics the one they actually they actually did it wasn't like developed by the church or anything it was um like a third party course that was just purely i think like the people who who hosted it they were christian because they would kind of like hint at things every now and again or mm-hmm. say certain kind of buzzwords they would say like have faith and pray for each other and all that kind of thing but like <laughs> the, like the bulk of it was just honestly it was just like it was practical behavioral psychology yeah. it was yeah. just like i was gonna say yeah. i don't want you guys to think that we did some like like here's all the reasons why the bible says you should be this way no, married no, it no, wasn't no, no, that no. like yeah. it was like so practical it was so cool actually we got to do this like questionnaire beforehand it was like had to be like what 50 questions or something yeah. like at least yeah. like a lot of questions asking about how like our families did things growing up which you guys have no idea how much the way your families did things will impact you and like how you end yeah. up doing things with your family Absolutely. like definitely like there's so many little things but assessing how was it done when you were younger and then do I want to do it that way again and like then talking with your partner and then also knowing that you guys are coming from such different backgrounds yeah, which is totally. a huge thing especially like you- with us where it was not just yeah. um it wasn't just like personal or emotional you know from our individual upbringings it was mm-hmm. societal and like cultural in like a from like a country point of view you know we yeah. both grow up in so like for context my family is is English like so we moved um to Australia when I was like eight and so obviously they have a whole bunch of culture that then we brought here and then I went to school in Australia and like yeah you know was cultured that way but then yeah. you spent all of your childhood in Canada yeah and then in our like very early 20s we both moved to like a big city yeah. At the top, from very from very different worlds and then yeah. move to the same one and then kind of grow a relationship out of it. Like it's it's, it's a crazy. very – and I'm sure everyone has stories like that, you know, where they have yeah. very mixed backgrounds and all that kind of stuff. But it's, yeah, a very – it definitely creates like a very interesting melting pot of trying to like, you know, find Yeah, a lot of ground. differences. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Even like how we did schooling and like, I don't know, and even just how our parents were like – yeah, I, th- I would say they were more similar than different. Like, yeah, no, totally. we didn't have like, say you had really strict parents and then I had really, really loosey goosey parents. No, like no. we had like a pretty good balance. I think yeah. both of us, um, but there were definitely like huge differences in things that we had to look at. So with the pre-marriage course, it asked us, yeah, like how our families did things like what we really prefer in our partner. Or we even talked about like love languages, like all that kind of stuff. Even like mm. around the house, what kind of things do you want to be able, like <laughs> yeah. what do you want to do around the yeah. house when it comes to like cleaning and all that kind of stuff? And it was so good because like, obviously yes, like they were Christian, but they were definitely not like gender normie and everything. No, like they were very no, much like, yeah, like, you guys opposite, need to balance everything. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. they were so good. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think it's good because it, for me, I think it just put everything on paper that I already kind of thought consciously or subconsciously, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, like, 
I saw my parents when I was growing up, like this parent did this thing and then the other parent did this thing and like this parent did this chore and that person did that chore and like it's crazy how much that just bleeds into this is what a family looks like yeah like you know, you it's, just like, assume, it's like when you're at school yeah, like you think so that true. everyone else's family is so cool and exciting and you, or yeah. everyone else's house is so cool and exciting and yours is like the boring house and whatever like mm. no it's just because that's what you're familiar with so in the same way like when you go so, into yeah, like so okay true. cool i'm gonna get married now what do we what do we do we're like i do this and then like like the dad does this and the mom does this and you know yeah. like they're just the kind of stereotypes that that you learn but yeah. yeah for me i think it just really helped to kind of put that on paper and and then because obviously you have that same experience, we put them side by side and we're like, oh, okay. Like there weren't any like awful differences or like, you know, bad mm-hmm. unmet expectations or anything, but it definitely started the conversation. Yeah. Which I think was the most important. No, and that was so good. Like I feel like doing that whole questionnaire thing, we didn't realize how many differences we kind of would find. Yeah. But they would ask questions like, like how, I don't know, how much do you want to see your partner or even like stuff about sex or like yeah, everything. Yeah, like it was just good to prompt certain conversations. That we wouldn't have had otherwise. No, probably. that we wouldn't like, have why had. Why would we yeah. have randomly written out a questionnaire and, you know, right. like that wouldn't yeah. happen. So, Not yeah. so true. <laughs> and like financially too, yeah. like that kind of stuff. Like we decided pretty early on, like even financially, we had like a, which I don't know how well we follow this anymore. <laughs> But the fifty dollar limit, uh, we yes. would, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, we would say like if you are gonna go out and buy something that's like more than fifty dollars, just to like text each other and just like see yeah. if it's fine, you know. Yeah. And like I still think we follow it pretty no, okay. We, follow, we actually but do, think, but yeah, I think like with anything, we've developed. Um, I feel like you have to develop trust in in every area, you know. Yeah, like we, and we've like we'd, developed an yeah. understanding too of like what the other person would be fine with. Like, obviously, if I'm going to go and get us groceries, like that's going to be fine. Yeah, obviously. I'm not going to be like you can only spend fifty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> or like you know something yeah. that like I would think of as like a need, like I'm buying shampoo or like yeah, something like that. Totally. And if it is like. Then I'll just be like, "Hey, hon, just you know, I'm just I'm just grabbing this today, whatever." And you're like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, whatever." You know, like we don't really, we definitely don't like, I don't know, push each other too much back no. and forth. But I think we definitely guide each other, which yeah. I would say I maybe guide you more than you guide me with it. But <laughs> but again, good. like like you said, that's where the you know those differences come in. Like, yeah. Like. You know, and like playing to our strengths kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So like, again, for context, like Alyssa <laughs> is more structured um, and is more analytical when it comes to things. Whereas like, for, so yeah, she uses whichever side of her brain is like the, is the smart side. Yeah. And then I am <laughs> definitely, <smart> more, <laughs> definitely more, definitely um, more like, I was going to say easygoing, I'm going to be a bit more like, oh, okay, well, like, if we need to get the thing, let's get the thing. And, like, you know, you're that very, kind of like, thing. passion driven, like, very, very much not so. Emotion- yeah. I don't want to say emotionally driven because that sounds like bad, but yeah. I mean, just more like, you know, you'll see, oh, but I love this thing and I really see the value totally. in it. And, like, yeah. it can be like, a t-shirt you know because like because <laughs> yeah. like you yeah. no, you totally. really appreciate like fashion and like yeah. you know like how we furnish our home and all that kind of stuff like you really really value it like mm. the other day he went and bought like these vases and one of them was like how much what how did, was it like 50 dollars like or 40 bucks. bucks i feel like it you're was gonna get mo- someone no. being like that's not much for a vase. no it was more <laughs> it was literally more and i remember picking it up and being like oh that's so nice and you were like i went to this op shop which is like a what, what do we call it at home? What do I call it? At home? Like a value village, like a um, yeah, like a thrift store, like a thrift, thrift store. store. Yeah, yeah. We went to an op shop and he like he bought these two vases or whatever, and he came home with it. And I was like, oh, this is so cute. And I was thinking like, oh, secondhand, like he got it cheap, like maybe a few dollars, literally like a few dollars. And then I turned it over and I was like, Sam, was this like forty five dollars? And you're like, yeah, but you know what? Because we need it for our house and we need it and it's and it's valuable. Okay, so like you appreciate stuff like that more, and yeah. like I still appreciate it, but. 
I think that like you just use yeah, a different side of your brain. Like it's just it's yeah, just interesting. and then, and the, you know there is that like we've then kind of and we continue to, but like we you know we've begun to because I do forget that it has only been like a year and a half. Like we're still very 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 early on in the journey, but like yeah. you know we've at least begun to create that trust with each other where you trust me to do something like that yeah. or, you know, you go, I would okay, want to get mad at you. You know, like, no. we, like, like you said, we just kind of play to each other's strengths. So you go, okay, like if you're more interested in like furnishing our home, which we do have basically the same taste for the most part. So mm-hmm. it's not like I'm going to bring something home and you're like, what the <laughs> hell is that? Which is like, really nice because a lot of couples struggle with that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we found that and we've, I've, we've spoken to people since I forget who else we were talking to, but um, they're like, oh, we're trying to pick this thing. Like, oh, they like this and like, I like this. And it's like, and we had the so... odd differences, even like buying stuff for our flat. Like you didn't like our headboard for like yeah. ever on our bed. Yeah. Do you still hate it? I mean, it, well, I don't See, really sit that. up in bed. For, okay, so guys, for context, um, I wanted to get like a hardwood, um, or like just a a bed head. Honestly, I wouldn't. Have Why would you want a piece of wood behind your head when you're sleeping? How well, does that so make this any is the sense? Thing. So that's the thing is that I don't sit up in bed, so I don't think about that. Right? I don't. I don't like you. Like to sit up in bed and like read your book, or like work on something on your laptop, or like mm. whatever. You like to sit up in bed, yeah, w- like with your back against like the bed head. As you I should. don't. I, like yeah. I would probably I would rather <laughs> I would rather like hang out on the couch or like sit in like a nice chair or something. I don't really sit yeah. in bed like that. Like I, yeah. you know, so Anyways. like I just don't see that kind of thing. Anyways, but, okay, <laughs> let's move random on. Segue. <laughs> random segue. I wanted to just continue quickly with things that we've learned in couples counseling since actually genuinely being married. So I think we kind of talked about like setting up our marriage so we feel prepared with the pre-marriage course, but like what we kind of have learned now that we've actually had to go through some little bumps and things. Um, do you have anything specifically that you want to share about? Um, I'd say a big one is just, it's like language and communication, which yeah. I guess is kind of a two-parter, but I, th- I feel like we've just been this entire thing we've been talking, this whole conversation we've been having is just about communication really in a, in a billion different ways. Yeah, um, yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, more, more practically, I think, firstly, shout out Paula. Shout oh. out Paula, our counsellor. Damn, we love Paula. She is an angel. We she love Paula. Our <laughs> she saved their lives. Paula saved my life. 2021. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say probably one of the most prominent things that I picked up quite quickly and quite early on that I've applied I mean, every day since then is, um, is yeah, just like word choice. Um, not saying always like, oh, you always do this when this thing happens and not saying never, like I never do that or, you know, whatever. Those kind of very, um, like, I I don't know what the word would be, but like very kind of ultimate language, very overarching, like permanent language. Yeah. I think it can just be really hurtful because it kind of infer at least to me at least in the past before we learned this when you would say it to me i know um, i was really bad with yeah like what it would make me feel is that i don't have any potential to change it yeah it would it it would would tell me that oh like you're not mindful you don't care about me like which i know that's not what you were saying i know that factually i know that now Mm -hmm. and i but at the time i was like oh I always do this or yeah. even if even if it's not that even like bring it like way 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 back it's just aggravating it's gonna yeah, aggravate even, a even if it's like you know? i'm like, like hey honey let's i'm feeling like romantic why don't we go on a walk together and you're like oh well you know what 
actually had something else planned. Like I was going to be doing music stuff tonight or whatever. Yeah. From there, my if I then was offended, like <gasps> I'm telling my husband I want to spend romantic time with mm-hmm. him and he doesn't want to, my brain automatically snaps to, wow, you never want to go on walks with me. Yeah, you never totally. want to prioritize our yeah. relationship. Yeah. You know, which is obviously so like ultimate, yeah, like ultimate thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's catastrophizing. That's the word I'm looking that's for. It. You know, that's like something that has we definitely pointed out was definitely pointed out to me specifically <laughs> in our counseling. Like truthfully, it was something that I had to work on. Um, was that I was very like I'd catastrophize situations and I'd say, you know, just because he doesn't want to do it this one time, it does mean that he doesn't want to ever, which isn't true, obviously. Yeah, no. So that was like a huge learning curve for me. And honestly, like that helped me in my personal life too. Like, you know what I mean? Like just because I learned it through an example that was in our relationship. Now, if I have thoughts and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I messed up this one time. Like I'm like such a loser. Like I'm Mm. never going to make it in the things I want to do in life. Like that shit, you know, now I know when I, when I think that way, I automatically can call it out in myself and I can like fix that way of thinking, which is really important, you know? And, but I learned it through our relationship truly, you know, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think with even just, you know, communication, um, in general, that kind of seems to be the backbone of like mm-hmm. everything, at least yeah. for me, that that I've learned and that we've learned mm-hmm. through counseling and even, yeah, through pre-marriage and stuff as well, is that just like don't, I don't know, I've just learned not to keep things to myself yeah. and not to assume, mm-hmm. which is that's a big one. So bad. Yeah. Like assuming is just it's just so unhelpful. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't know so if I would true. say it's unhealthy, but it's just so unhelpful. Because like even like you just said, assuming that, yeah, okay, like beforehand, the kind of is like the example that you just gave about yeah. wanting to go for a walk. Like you're kind of making this assumption of like we're going to go on this walk and it's going to be so beautiful and we're going to gaze into each other's eyes. It's going to be amazing <laughs> without saying, hey, hon, do you have anything on this afternoon? Do you have any plans for this afternoon? Yeah. If I say, it's quite oh, controlling too. If I, yeah, if I say, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I actually do, I'm doing this, you potentially can then go, oh, okay, well, that thing that I wanted to do can't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, unless it's like, oh, yeah, I wanted to just like. Which in my twisted little brain, I think that means he doesn't love me. Yeah. You and, know? And, Which- and I don't know, like it's, I think. If I was to say, oh, like in response to that, if you did ask me, oh, yeah, I'm actually I'm planning to do this, like I'm working on this like production that I'm doing or I'm doing this or I'm doing that, I'm yeah. listening to a podcast, you know, something that's like kind of quote-unquote important, that might make you go, oh, okay, well, that that's important then. But, you know, equally right. if I go, oh, I actually was planning to like watch a couple of episodes of my show because work was really crazy and you go, oh, well, that's not very important. Like, yeah, no, so true. that can be harmful as so well. So true. You know? Like, like, I think too, like seeing what you value isn't necessarily what the other person values. So you thinking that, big oh, one, very yeah. big one. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. So it's like, you think, oh, like, you know what? Yes, that's valuable. You can do that thing. But like, who am I to say that you can do what yeah. you can do. Like, no, you can do whatever the hell you want. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's up to us to communicate yeah. about it. And, you know, if we did have plans and then you suddenly obviously decided, I'm going to watch my oh, show yeah, instead. No, that, that's shitty. No, that's shitty. Absolutely not. <laughs> but the whole point is that, like, I, there's no reason why you should have to do what I suddenly have just, like, cooked up in my brain that yeah, we're going to do for totally, the day. Like, totally. that's ridiculous, that, you know? Like, it was good what you just said about, um, like, understanding the value that other people put in things and obviously mm-hmm. we are other people we yeah. 
contrary to popular belief, like just because you get married, you don't turn into the same person. Like mm-hmm. you are still two very different people. Um, and there is lots of common ground, but there's also like separate ground and you want to go and do stuff that you want to do and buy yeah. things that you want to <laughs> buy and same for me, you know. And and it's like it's almost like kind of what I, I think I mentioned earlier on about like understanding and like agreeing the difference between those mm-hmm. two things. Like I can understand why you want to spend time doing X thing or Y thing right. or whatever. Even if or you find it annoying. Or or Even if I yeah. think it's the dumbest thing in the world, yeah. if it matters to you yeah. within reason, like, you know, if it matters to you, then it matters to me. Like yeah. the same when you go, I don't know why you want to spend all that time like watching all these like hundreds of videos in this one very niche topic about music production or I don't know why you want to spend <laughs> like this money, this amount of money, which I think is way too much on this one like piece like of software. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah. but it's just like it's understanding that other people have like place value in things that you don't. Yeah. And I think know? we have learned that it's helpful to communicate what you find valuable. Exactly. Yeah. I think is as important as well. Like, yeah. you know, if Sam said to me, you know what, it's our money and you know, you need to understand that I find value in this. So I'm going to go buy these $400 like speakers or $500 <laughs> or whatever, you know, like I think if he were to just go do that, obviously you have like grounds to be frustrated on that. Like it's okay to be frustrated for that. That would would suck. Yeah. But it's like, then instead of just assuming like, oh wow, like he just wants to blow our money. He doesn't care. He's not thinking about what we need for the house or whatever. I can say to him, Hey honey, can you explain to me why that's important to you? And like what this, what that's actually adding when it comes to value to the studio, you know? And then you can say, okay, well, here's why, here's why you can explain it. And then I can actually understand it. And I, I can then put value in it too. Cause I can see why you value it. And obviously I value you. So I can then value that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Anyways. Yeah. Crazy. Moving on. Crazy. Moving on. Um, I was going to say another thing as well. I had written this one down cause I wanted to um, make sure I gave you guys some little tips. Like if you're in a relationship, you know, and you're just dating someone right now, but like you're, you guys are probably, you know, you can have similar issues. It doesn't matter that we're married and you know, you're not, yeah, it's no. similar yeah. stuff. But so that was one like set, not ever saying like you always do this and you never do this and agreeing together that you're going to do that together. Um, Another thing is like raising your voice. Like there's a lot of opposing opinions on this. I would say across the board, like some Mm. people think it's fine, like yell it out, fight it out. Whereas like, (laughs) I think we've learned that if we ever get to a point in an argument where like we're yelling or anything like that, like it's just, nothing's going to happen. Like you're not going to make any progress. And I think being married and like being together long enough, we're at the point where we're like, we don't want to waste our time. Like just yelling at each other, just bullshit that doesn't help us. Cause like, I don't know. I think at the start, like before, <laughs> I remember when we were dating. We were both like, we, I, we, I remember us both looking at each other and going, "I am never gonna yell at you ever." Yeah, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> like that's that's just unrealistic because then you're basically trying to like emotionally restrict yourself because because yeah. that it's gonna ha- it will happen. Yeah, like. It will happen eventually, mm-hmm. probably most likely, like unless like you happen to be a superhero who can magically not get mad. Or you can't physically yell. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless you cannot speak. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, but, you know, like I think it's an understanding, yeah, like again, like like we do, like reflecting when you do have those kind of conversations yeah. and reflecting when you do have miscommunications or arguments or fights or whatever you want to call them. Um, reflecting on them afterwards, not 
10 minutes after they're over, maybe the next day or a week from then or whatever. And just, yeah, fighting at the right time or like, not, I shouldn't say fighting, but like having those discussions at the right time is huge. Yeah. And then reviewing them and being like, all right, like, you know, third party, not talking about the topic. That's probably something important to, you know, not, you're not kind of opening the case again. You're saying, Hey, when we had the conversation about whatever it was, the thing doesn't, the subject doesn't matter. Um, when you were trying to communicate your point to me, like you yelled at me and I really didn't think that it helped. Or equally, you said always, you said I always do this. Or you brought up another topic that wasn't relevant because you were mad or whatever. Like, you know, talking about it from like an objective point of view and being like, hey, here's how we can fight better. Because like I feel like I've heard a lot of people say, Oh, you know, like I just really want to make sure I don't like fight with my spouse, like when we get married, or fight with my partner. Right? Like, yeah, when we start scared. People are scared of fighting. You're gonna fight. <laughs> it's gonna happen. You're gonna fight. Like, and yeah. maybe more than you would like, maybe less than you thought you would. But and like maybe more in different seasons, like yeah, depending on yeah, like totally. other stressors. Like I would say, yeah. we have probably had more disagreements in the last like six months than than the entirety of the time we've known each other. However, context: we came out of lockdown. And then we're living life, great, wonderful, amazing. We had our anniversary, so good, whatever. But then go back into a four-month lockdown yeah. where financially things we were We spent more, more of our marriage locked down and, like, literally. with each other every yeah. day than yeah. doing normal Yeah, and life. so, like, the last four months, like, you know, financially things were a little bit trickier at the start with because we literally mm-hmm. just solidified our budget, like our little budget that we put together finally. And we had to just throw it out the window because yeah. <laughs> our income changed, the pattern of income changed, everything changed. Yeah. And so of course, like there's going to be increased pressure. Like, and it doesn't have to be something as, as large as like a, a statewide lockdown. It can be a job switch. It mm-hmm. can be, I don't know, pressures in other relationships. Like if you're fighting yeah. with friends or like whatever, like it, any family, anything, so anything that is, you know, puts pressure on you. You might have stubbed your toe. It doesn't matter. Like if yeah. there's pressure on you and, and you know, you need to express that, being able to communicate that beforehand or as soon as possible after it happens, yeah. you're basically just kind of laying the foundations for to not fight. Or even if you do mm-hmm. have arguments, you're going to understand why. You know? Yeah, and at the right times too. Like I think that's something we learned in counseling was like we know what times are not good for us to fight. So yeah. like right before bed, no. bringing up something no. that you are just like <laughs> picking at them like you know you know yeah. that's not a good time obviously no. or like when we don't have time to be able to have a full discussion. Yeah, very that's true. That's a big one. Very like true. you know if we're like about to leave the house and then we're like something's happening or one of us has to leave for work or like something like that. Like yeah. it's just oh, the worst because it's like you're you're rushed and you're trying to like say less so you can kind of like mm. get to the end yeah. before you know, get to the end where we can like kiss and make up before <laughs> you leave. But then like you don't say what you want to say. And so like yeah. it's just like it's so stressy, you and know. You, you don't actually leave any time to resolve it. You just ha- you only have time to have the fight and yeah. no time to like <laughs> to make up. stop and make up. Yeah, which is, yeah. you know, which obviously. And like yeah, no time yeah. to apologize as well. Yeah, exactly. Which speaking of apologizing and kind of I think the original question you asked about this was, you know, things that we've learned from counseling and, and yeah. pre-marriage and that kind of stuff. And I think one that we learned from kind of from counseling but then also from your own like um, kind of like research into like, you know, psychology and mm-hmm. relationships and all that kind of stuff is like the four-step apology thing, which yeah. I don't know if you ca- you can probably explain it a little more be- uh, specifically than me. Yeah. But. So basically there's four steps to it. It comes from the, I think it's the Gottman Institute of Health or something like that. I'll link it, you know, in the description. But basically there's four little steps and the first one is just, first of all, saying sorry, like verb, like actually stopping and not saying, oh, I'm sorry, but blah, 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 but yeah. actually saying like, 
hey, honey, let's stop for a second. Like, I've just realized there's something I need to apologize mm. for. Like, first of all, I want to say sorry, really apologizing for it, saying what you are sorry for. So, hey, I am sorry, and I'm sorry that I, I, it, that I said this specifically. Mm. Step three is how you're going to resolve it. So, you know, hey, I'm sorry that I did this. Um, next time I'm not going to yell at you or next time I'm not yeah. going to do it this Which way. Which I think is really good because it's very like future. Yeah, facing. it's, it's really, yeah, facing, it's like know? creating like a, a resolution yeah. and like choosing to be different. That's so, going to apply all of the other times where you do something yeah. wrong. Because and then you can hold, help like hold time. that person accountable to <laughs> yeah, it. You know, like totally. you said that moving forward, you weren't going to yell at me and now you're yeah. raising your voice, mm, you know? So yeah. saying I'm sorry. So it's apologizing, taking responsibility. How will you resolve it? And then asking for forgiveness, which I think is important. I think sometimes we kind of forget this one, but it is important because you are not assuming that that person is just like, Cool. They're not like, yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Like sometimes you do things, not you specifically, but I'm saying people. <laughs> sometimes Sam, you do some, things that some, sometimes <laughs> this people... just turns into a fight. <laughs> you just bring something up. <laughs> no. <laughs> sometimes people Worst do time things. To fight. <laughs> Very bad time. <laughs> this is an example of poor time to fight. <laughs> no, but like sometimes people do things that are hurtful that you can't just automatically assume they're going to forgive you for. Yeah, like, you know, totally. if you do something and then it actually takes time for them to then forgive you or trust you with talking about that subject yeah. again in the future, like, you know, you want to actually be like, um, like, is that okay? Are you fine? Like, do you forgive me? You know? And yeah. then, or, you know, if we're aware that we're doing this whole four step apology thing, that's when the other person might kind of jump in and just be like, it's yeah, okay. Totally. Thank yeah. you for apologizing. And in, in my mind, that's kind of where we're saying like the, um, the it's okay. And like, I forgive you, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think that's like a big one is us sticking to that. Cause that has helped us so much. And I think as well, like, even when we have fights and like one of us says, sorry, if the other one has something that they can also say sorry for, like, yeah. Like I apologizing like, as yeah. well. And I think that's like, something that I kind of realized first and like yeah. kind of brought to the table. Like you kind of brought the force of apology thing. And then I think um, through conversations and stuff, we kind of realized that regardless of who started a conversation, uh, not conversation, just, let's be real. Regardless <laughs> of who started a fight, yeah. <laughs> you probably, like you, pro- you both probably did something almost, almost yeah. definitely. Even if it has nothing to do with the topic of the fight, if it's, oh, Alyssa, you left this thing out in mm-hmm. the living room that I asked you not to leave out like 10 times mm-hmm. and it's really annoying and blah, 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 blah. If I yelled at you during that conversation or if I brought something else up and I said, oh, oh you always leave yeah. the thing in the living room and you always do this, blah, 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 yeah. blah. I have things to say sorry for too. Like just yeah, because true. you like in, in my brain as the person who's bringing the thing up, just because you did the initial thing to cause the issue, yeah. that doesn't mean that I'm, you know, completely free of blame. And that yeah. might just be to do with like the, you know, the semantics of how the conversation went of yeah. how I spoke and or whatever. I, I'll, I will know? say like, it's not all the time that that happens, but it's a lot of the time. Yeah. Like it's a lot of the time, you yeah. know, sometimes, you know, it's the person did the thing and they're frustrated in the conversation. Yeah. And by the end of it, you're just like, I'm sorry. And just common and sense you know? too. Like if you're like, oh, okay. So, um, my partner cheated on me, but I yelled at them. <laughs> like no right, true. Like, there, there's yeah that's so no, true there's know, a spectrum like, there is definitely yeah. i think that is just like common sense like yeah. obviously there are certain issues that outweigh like yeah. good luck if you cheat on your partner and then go but you yelled at me <laughs> <laughs> good luck guys um <laughs> just sign off now now's your yeah, time but in the in the normal like you know day-to-day yeah i feel like we're talking about 
day-to-day kind of yeah. stuff. We're not talking about big, like, life things. We're just talking about general communication. Yeah, about- in a situation where you you have a partner and they want to work on things with you and they yeah. want to have a healthy relationship. Which is a big one. And I would say going all the way back to start, when we were talking yeah. about character and, like, what kind of first drew me to you, I think that's a big one to, to, to look for as, as yeah. a bonus. And it's not saying that someone can't learn that, but I think if you have someone that already kind of has that, at least the seed of that thing hanging yeah. around in there, like mm-hmm. I think that's that's only ever going to be a positive. Yeah, you know, because obviously we, I think, like maybe we didn't kind of mention this at the start, but like we obviously talking about the context of our relationship yeah. and the context of a relationship where two people really want to help each other and be there for each other yeah. and support each other and like that, you know, whereas – you get people and, you know, we all have people in our lives or it could be literally your relationship where you know one person isn't giving anymore. Mm. You know, like, it's not a good relationship. And, like, it's not to say you can't save relationships and you can't work on stuff. Yeah, but, totally. like, like you – we're talking about the context of, like, you have a partner who actually wants to try as well. Mm. Um, and you might be surprised. Like, you might have a conversation with your partner and say to them, hey, I learned a few things about, you know, like how to kind of fight better and I want to try to – From this amazing podcast. From this amazing podcast. No, <laughs> no, and I, you know, and I really want to, like, implement them. For example, you know, even if it's one thing, yeah. if they, you know – respond to you and they actually want to do it and they say like okay yeah like I value you you know Mm. and and you think this is going to help us so let's do it that's kind of the response you're looking for and it's you know it's still hard like if you for example were to also say that to them at a time where it's the middle of a fight you know this is another thing as well like if you know if you were to learn this stuff and you were to now be like wow I'm so good at fighting I can't wait like I'm so ready for my next fight I'm so ready you know (laughs) and then your boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever says like, wow, you always do this. That is not the time to share with them. You know what? In fights, you're actually not supposed to say always because well, because like that's not going to help anyone. Because it's going to have absolutely no relevance to them. They're going to be like, literally, what are you talking about? Like that's one of the, that is one of those things where you talk about it at a, at a objective time. You don't do it while you're fighting. You are sat having coffee and you're talking about something and you go, Hey, I actually listened to this thing the other day and I thought it was really cool and I kind of want to talk to you about it. And, you know, like that's when you then kind of plant that seed Mm -hmm. of like, okay, maybe this is something that we can implement next time because then it's actually going to have relevance when potentially you do say that thing. And, you know, you have some sort of disagreement and and they say, oh, you always blah, 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 blah. And you say, remember what we talked about? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, so true. Yeah. And I do want to move on just because we need to finish up soon because we've been here quite a while. You're doing very well. Good job. I'm trying my best. Amazing. <laughs> um, I was going to say as well, like prioritizing your partner over winning yep. is a big thing. You know, prioritizing them and their wellness and like their yep. person, you know, like knowing that from even though you're fighting as much as you not might not be feeling love love towards them you do love them you know or yeah. you do want to make it work with them um like that you know that's obviously the goal by the end of it we're not this isn't like a how to break up podcast you know so you know if you want to stay together and you, you want to it to work right absolutely not. <laughs> you know if you want it to like work and stuff like really prioritizing the per- the person and not being like not letting yourself get to the point that you are so angry that you say things that are detrimental to them in their character and like you're you're potentially going to hurt them as a person yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. like just where to draw the line and, yeah and, you know um how bad do you want to die on that hill of yeah. talking about something that potentially and I feel like this is the majority of you know 
um, fights or disagreements that we have start real. They start so small. It will mm-hmm. be something like something got left out or whatever. And like obviously, if you don't keep it in check and you don't, you're not intentional about what's going on and how you're saying things and when you're saying them and why you're saying them, very quickly yeah. you've gone like seventeen like lanes over and you're talking about something absolutely like right. Out of this, out of the stratosphere yeah, exactly. of the conversation that you started with, yeah, um, like you didn't clean up your dishes, just like how you don't follow up on the conversations that we're supposed to be having about our relationship, yeah, for and real, it's like yeah. what, like totally. because, and obviously yeah. that's what that's more saying that's not saying oh you did this thing it's saying oh this thing affected me and i haven't spoken to you about it and so now i'm going to bring it up now because i'm emotional you know which i'm definitely like i'm definitely have done that and Mm. do that from time to time where i'll like (laughs) i thought you just said yeah you do i was like great no um (laughs) sorry you know like i'm definitely guilty of doing that and i mean everyone is like where Mm -hmm. you'll do something that might be really tiny or it might be bigger or whatever that like you know just kind of i just don't like it might not even be objectively yeah. bad. It might just, I just might not like it. Yeah. And if I don't bring it up with you, it will come up and it will come up at a bad time. It'll yeah, come up so when something really so tiny true. happens and I have some sort of, because you know, 99% of the time I have positive emotion towards you. Mm. But then the 1% of the time when I have a negative emotion towards you, it just opens the door for the other thing that was like a negative thing yeah, that I didn't bring yeah. up with you, you know, and that's not that's actually your, so that's true. not your fault. That's my fault. You know, yeah. at that point, yeah. that's my fault for not bringing it up with you. And it's my fault for not, you know, recognizing so through like a self-awareness type lens. Hey, like if I leave this, it's just going to get worse. Yeah. Or even if it doesn't actually get worse in and of itself, like it's going to come up at a bad time, which is going to make it worse. Yeah. You know? Like and, you need yeah. to address it kind of thing. And, and like, then you won't even be able to have the conversation you wanted to have about that thing anyway, because it's like mid fight and you're going to be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, and that's another thing too. I think like mid fight, like knowing this is another thing that we kind of learned from counselors as well is like, if you are in the middle of a fight and you need to take a break and you know, you need to take a break. And this is something that we've even in the past week have talked about. Yeah. If I feel like we're talking as if we fight every single day, but it's not <laughs> like that. It's just that this is like, this is the part that you might struggle with in the yeah. relationship. Everything that's yeah. good is good. You know, you don't yeah. need us. You don't need to hear us talk about that. Yeah, like, totally. um, you know, if you need a fight mid, sorry, not a fight, you need a break mid fight. Like, communicating to your partner in a healthy way like I need to take a second because I don't like feel like I can process what's happening Mm -hmm. here and like I just want to take a break whereas when we first started dating and when we were first married my version of that was to like run away and like to kind of like storm out of the room and like kind of like give my last two cents which I mean you've done as well to be fair but um like saying you know like well whatever you never cared and then like slamming the door you know like that kind of thing where you just kind of like you want to say your last bit, but you can't even process like what they're about to say, which like, you know, ideally doing that in a healthier way, but fair enough. Like sometimes you do need those breaks. Sometimes you need to stop and you need to be able to like think about your point of view Mm -hmm. on the situation and see maybe something you've done wrong or like just kind of try to come back at it like with a wider perspective and feeling like you can actually like address the issue like objectively kind of, you know? Um, And I want to say as well, like knowing that when you attack their character in a conversation, that can be really hurtful. Like, and that can be really like, that's not just something that you end that conversation with. Like that person leaves that conversation with like questions about themselves and their character. And you've potentially actually like, hurt them like but like deeply and like that is something that you obviously you don't want to do to your partner you know and then you lose trust as well with your partner with that thing like if you and again we have both done this in conversations to be fair you know just to be clear um 
but like saying, you know, like something personal towards them. Like, wow, you did this thing, which means that you, like you are always this way and you like, you're so horrible. And, you know, potentially even like touching on things that, you know, they told you in kind of in confidence or like they told you because they felt like they could trust you Mm -hmm. using those things against people in like a conversation like that is so bad and so unhealthy. And like, there are very few things that I'll say is like unhealthy, you know, like, because I'm quite open to hearing Mm -hmm. how different people work, but like, yeah, saying things like that, that can be very detrimental to someone, um, is just mean. Yeah. And And just learning to not look for ammunition. Like you, you, like the, the whole thing is you Mm -hmm. want to run. I mean, okay. If, you care about your partner or obviously this doesn't even just apply to relationships like that. But Mm -hmm. if you care about the person that you're having this fight or conversation with more than winning the conversation, you will be looking to run out of bullets. Like you don't want to keep finding ammo, you know, like you want to run out of things to get annoyed about. But obviously like, and and I know that like we've both been guilty of this at times is that's when potentially, I think in my opinion, you then start looking elsewhere. You go, well, what what else did she do recently that annoyed me? Mm -hmm. Like I think for me, something I've learned recently is once I get to that point, I'm like, all right, I'm running out of stuff to say, which is good. I should let myself run out of stuff to say because I want this conversation to, you know, be resolved and us yeah. to be able to move on and learn from it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep fighting with you, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, so right. when you start to kind of run out, like let yourself run out of ammo. Like don't yeah. go looking for more in other places or don't go looking three weeks ago on Tuesday when you said something in passing <laughs> that I didn't talk to you about. You so know? true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's everything. I think that's everything too. And we're getting to that point where – long enough you know you guys have had enough of us i'm sure yeah, so. this is enough i'm, I'm bored I'm okay done. okay I'm you kidding. know what <laughs> guys thank you so much for listening thank you sam for being here of course i hope you guys like today's episode is obviously very different i haven't had anyone on the podcast before so if you like it let me know and if you want to hear more from like him specifically <laughs> i'll be starting my own podcast no <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys want to hear more from him he's around so you know hit me up yeah, just just hit him up. My number is oh no, I'm no okay. <laughs> um, but thank you guys for listening. If you guys enjoyed this, you can feel free to share on your stories. Thank you for those of you who do that. I think that is just so sweet and so helpful. Um, and I think as well, like when you guys post these things on your stories, for example you are saying to your followers and your friends, like, I'm willing to talk about these kinds of topics and this is something I'm interested in. And it's almost like you're opening up a door for conversation. So I just wanted to flag that because people don't realize how much you can do that just by sharing someone else's content. So there's that. If you want to follow on Spotify, you can do that there. And it always helps if you guys leave me a Google rate and no, not Google rate. No, Apple podcasts. Yeah. Apple Podcasts rate and review and that helps more people to see the podcast and then is that it oh yeah and then if you guys want to like hang out and chat and DM and be a part of like the making of the podcast where you guys can ask questions and stuff follow me over on Instagram which is Alyssa Taylor Harper and I will link that in the description as well so you guys can just click on through there but that is everything thank you guys so much do you have any final words to add No, I think I'm all worded out. Okay, I love that for you. Okay, (laughs) bye guys. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Bye.